Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Right now, we'll get to a man who can give us some great information. Uh, This man had a 10-year NFL career. He is a former pro bowler and all-pro at safety. Spent time with Houston and the Falcons' upcoming opponent, the Detroit Lions. And he is host of Believe in Lions podcast on the Believe Network. He is Glover Quinn, who joins us here in the locker room on the fan 680-93.7 FM. Glover, thank you so much for your time here in Atlanta today. Oh, man, thank you guys for having me. Talk about what we're going to be looking at. We have two teams that really are at the starting line at the same place. Uh, Dan Quinn uh, was one thing years ago, and he tried to fire up the stuff, and now we're past that. And now we have a new coach in Arthur Smith, and they love Dan Campbell up there in Detroit. So two teams looking to really set new marks for their franchises colliding in Detroit. What will we be looking at with two teams with new coaches and new styles of play? I, mean, I think it's going to be a good game. I think you got two good young teams. Um, you know, Atlanta's off to a great start. Detroit started out great, stumbled a little bit last week, so they'll be looking to hopefully get back on track and get a win, and Atlanta's looking to keep that thing rolling. Uh, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, you know, maybe he's going to be injured a little bit less effective when you talk about Montgomery. Uh, how, in your opinion, do you think the coaching staff can get Jameer Gibbs a little bit more involved? Well, I think with David Montgomery, I don't know if he's playing this week. I think he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. And so if he's out, um, then Jameer's going to definitely have to step up and get more touches. And so, you know, when, with David's in the lineup and Jameer's in the lineup, it seems like they run David a little more downhill. Um, it tries to get Jameer on the edge a lot. And so if, if if David's not there, I think they'll have to get Jameer Gibbs some more touches between the tackles. And I think he can be effective going downhill. He's a pretty good one-cut one runner, great explosiveness. And so maybe, you know, David being out early in the season for a couple of weeks opens their eyes a little more, gives them a little more opportunity to where when David does come back, they can still have a good role for him and he can still get – I think he needs to get – a good 15 to 18 touches a game. It's crazy what a couple of years can do for a guy's career. Jared Goff was traded for almost as a throw-in, thinking that he was going to be a stopgap for a year or two, and then Detroit was going to draft the heir apparent. And all of a sudden, he gets to Detroit and looks like a really high-level quarterback. What's the thought on Jared Goff up there? Is that a long-term solution now that they think he's going to be there and be the franchise quarterback? I mean, I think they love him up there. I mean, he's done a great job coming in, you know, learning and working. And, and, you know, he has a great rapport with the coaches, the coaching staff, the offensive coordinator. 
They they trust him. They I mean he does a great job of protecting the ball and leading the offense. And I think that's what you want. He's a veteran quarterback, and I think the city fits his personality. You know he's he's a hardworking guy. He's quiet and he just goes about his business. And so I think they love him up there. Um, I would look for them to to, to lock him in long term. Um, but we'll just have to see. You talk about the personality kind of matching the city. Uh, how important is that? Because Detroit is a hardworking, blue-collar city. They have been starving for a superstar up there. But how important is it having played up there to kind of match that culture and get the fan base to buy in? I mean, that's one of the most important things, you know, as a player matching the culture of the city. You know, sometimes, like you said, with Detroit being a hardworking, blue-collar city, Sometimes you get guys that come in and they are, you know, maybe too big of a superstar. I feel like they are above certain people or certain things, and they don't really vibe with the city because the city is really hardworking, blue-collar, you know, just good people. And so when you get those type of players that come in and they can – you know, vibe with the city, mesh with the city based off their personality. It just makes for a great fit for the player and the fans. Clover Quinn joins us here in the locker room on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line, former Pro Bowler and a really good football player up there in Detroit and Houston as well. Talk a little bit about what it means when you have a team like Detroit who's banged up like there are James Houston, IR, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, IR, Kirby Joseph is questionable, and having to be a guy that's played in, in the league. Like I used to watch teams be beat up like this and you kind of lick your chops as an offensive player going after the second and third string players on the football field yeah it's gonna be tough for them and they got banged up pretty good this this past week you know losing cj Gardner johnson that's gonna be tough losing the edge rusher and james houston that's gonna be tough you know that's gonna slide more pass protection to aiden hutchinson who is still trying to get out the snot and get his first sack of the season been doing a lot with some pressures but just haven't been able to get the quarterback down and so losing those guys, Kirby Van banged up. Tracy Walker's going to have to step up and play. Um, some of those younger guys are going to have to step up and be ready to go. But from an offensive standpoint, you know, with the receivers that you guys have in Atlanta, tight end, the do running back, you know, I'm pretty sure they're all licking their chops. But at the end of the day, it is the NFL. And, yep. and you know, most, most of the time, I mean, I can say it for myself, I got my first start in my rookie year because somebody was hurt. And I never – I never stopped starting. So there you go. all these guys are good football players. Some of them are just waiting for opportunities to get a chance to play. And sometimes injuries present those opportunities for other players. And so regardless of who's out there, you got to go out there and execute and take care of your business. So I'm sure they are licking their chops to go against some second-string guys or some backup guys. Um, but, I mean, the Detroit Lions went against two backup tackles last week for Seattle and didn't get but one sack. Hmm. So. That is crazy. Uh, real quick, what tell us what Detroit's defense does the best, what we have to worry about when we're on the offensive side of the ball. Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, it, it, right now we're still trying to figure it out because the first week of the season, they looked really good, got great pressure on Patrick Mahomes, and they played well in the secondary. You know, this past week they didn't get really any pressure on Geno Smith, and they didn't play great in the secondary. They stopped the run well in, in both games. But I don't know how much Kansas City tried to run the ball. And then Seattle, they tried to run a little bit, but then they kind of went away from it when they was having success in the past game. So I really don't know at this point what they really do well because it's been inconsistent the first two weeks. So we'll just see 
you know, Sunday, what they're doing well, so we can kind of get a, a, a feed or a vibe as to what they want to hang their hat on defensively. Clover Quinn, a former pro bowler and all pro safety with the Lions and with the Houston Texans, joining us in the locker room. Uh, speaking back to the defense, uh, what is it going to take for the Falcons defense to get a little bit of credit? They've pitched two shutouts in the fourth quarter. Uh, people are on them about the lack of sacks because they have three sacks, but they have more sacks than the Detroit Lions. That coupled with the fact that Jeff Okuda is coming back potentially, oh, yeah. and he might be a little bit angry because Detroit said, we don't need you anymore. Right. I mean, that's going to be a thing, you know. I mean, look at you guys' defense. At the end of the day, you guys are winning games. You know, you you find a way to win. You know, when I was looking um, Sunday, you guys were down a couple, t- couple scores against Green Bay. And I was like, wow, Green Bay is putting on Atlanta a little bit. And the next thing you know, I look up, you guys come back. So defensively, y'all had to step up, make some plays, and get them off the ball, get them off the field. And y'all did that. And the first week of the season, played well. So I think, you know, Anytime you're winning games, you're doing enough defensively. I'm sure you can always say you can do more, you can do things better, but you're finding ways to win games. You're pitching shutouts when it matter the most, and that's what counts. And I'm sure Jeff Okuda is going to be ready to go, going to want to get go out there and make some plays. And I'm sure the Lions are probably test him out. You know, that's that's an opportunity for him um, to show that. You know, I always believed in showing the team that took a chance on you, that they made the right move. So for me, it was more so I want to play well for Atlanta than to show up Detroit. Because if you play well for Atlanta, that means you're showing up Detroit. Mm -hmm. So the focus is on Atlanta, doing what I need to do to help my team win, instead of the focus being on Detroit and trying to show them that they should have kept me. Because they didn't, so you can't take that back. Yeah. I think a lot of Falcons fans are excited about Jeff Okuda, and hopefully he gets on the field for the first time this year. I mean, the combination of him and A.J. Terrell, we feel like could be a good really one-two punch in the secondary for us. Why didn't it work out in, in Detroit for him? Well, I think, you know, the situation that he came into, he, he you know, it, it wasn't a great situation for us. You know, he got drafted pretty high, number three overall. So when they got rid of him, when they got him, they get rid of Darius Slay. So now you look at the room that he's coming into. He doesn't have any veteran corners that's teaching him the game. Um, didn't really have any veterans in the room because they traded Quandre Diggs. He was gone. Um, so you didn't really have any veterans in the room. I think Tracy Walker is probably one of your older guys, and he was a second-year or third-year player. And then you go through – you know, Matt Patricia's system, you get out of that system, now you get into another system, and then you're dealing with injuries on top of that, so you're not really getting that game experience and stuff like that. So I think all those factors played into his development from a young from a young age and his development from the game standpoint. So I think if he could stay healthy, he showed last year that he had some talent. Obviously, I could say he was a number three overall pick. So there's some talent there. Um, he just got to be able to stay healthy and find a system that fits his style of play and his expectation level to where he can just go out there and be himself and not have to try to be what somebody else wants him to be. Great stuff. We appreciate your time, and we'll see what kind of game this will turn out to be. Really two good teams, two teams that really have turned the page, have some uh, interesting coaches, and they've built their teams the right way. So this should be a fun game in Detroit, and we look forward to having you on again sometime down the road, Glover. 
All right, man. Thank you, guys. Glover Quinn joining us, former Pro Bowl uh, uh, defensive back and Pro Bowl safety with the Detroit Lions. He's also a host of Believe in Lions on the Believe Network. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.